Welcome to Crush Chasm, the podcast dedicated to the highs and lows of crushes. From their first to their worst, we're going to cover them all with a cascade of characters, including our guest today. Um, it's me, Kendra. Usually I have someone to talk to, but with it being the holidays, everyone is off enjoying pumpkin pie and mashed potatoes. So today we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that's People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive issue. Okay, let me tell you why it's near and dear to my heart. This is because for as far back as I can remember, People has always dropped this around Thanksgiving. And with that, I've always picked it up and taken it home to play Who Would You Rather Bang with my grandma. Yes, she loved playing. Sadly, she passed away a few years ago, but every year I've continued to pick it up and play in her honor. So I thought, why not talk about the crushable bin in this year's issue, but also pay a little homage to the woman who gave me my love of weird shit, like the smell of school supplies, right? So of course, there's the vampire that got the cover and is indeed the sexiest man alive this year, and it is Paul Rudd. I think people my age know him best for being Josh, the college student who winds up dating his underage ex-stepsister in Clueless. Odd plot holes aside, it's hard for anyone to deny their crush on Paul Rudd and that it still exists because he still looks exactly like he did when he was saving Cher from the liquor store incident. So Paul is always and forever a cutie and is joined by more than a dozen other sexy guys for the men of the year section of this little old magazine. So we're just going to go through every section. I'm going to break it down, talk about some of my favorites or all of them. We'll see. So men of the year. First up is that guy from that Bridgerton show. And for some reason that shit popped off, maybe because I think Shonda Rhimes is behind it and she can do no wrong when it comes to television. And I was sort of in the dark about why panties were twisting over this man. Then I watched Saturday Night Live when he hosted. And I was like, oh, I get it. Will he be in my list? We'll have to see until we till Thursday to see if he makes my top 10 in this year's Sexiest Men Alive issue. But let's continue with the other men of the year. There's Jason Momoa. You may remember we talked about him with our paranormal romance author, Melissa Searcha, when she stopped by to talk about her TV crush on Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. So, you know that I fucks with that mountain of a man. There's also Bad Bunny, which I'm sorry to this man, but I really don't know anything more than his name. I'm just like not hip anymore with music. I think the newest music I listened to is Olivia Rodrigo. Following Bad Bunny is Jason Sudeikis. Anyone that knows me knows that I would marry Olivia Wilde in heartbeat. I think she is drop-dead gorgeous, and I thought she was fucking amazing. Then, well, Harry Styles became my enemy. I may be the only person I know who'd try and pick a fight with Harry Styles and just not scream in his face with excitement if I ever ran into him. Anyways, back to Jason Sudeikis. For a long time, I confused him with Ed Helms from The Office. I don't know, they're both like white and have kind of the same shaped head. They were popping off around the same time. But I came to realize Jason Sudeikis is much more handsome than Ed Helms. And because I watched The Office 
probably at least four times a year, Ed Helms' character continues to drive me up a fucking wall. And for that reason, I can never fuck with him. But I could fuck with Daniel Day Kim, who's on the list. This is a very attractive man. And reading this little article about him, I may have to watch whatever the fuck show he's in because he is a looker. Unlike... Andrew Garfield. Sorry to all you Spider-Man stands out there. I just do not get the hype around this man. But some other people I didn't get on this list, kind of the whole section, the whole like two-page spread that featured Andrew Garfield also had William Shatner. This man is 90 fucking years old and wishes he was as hot as Larry King was at 546 years old before he passed. Luke Bryan. Mm. Here's another one that I couldn't get straight. I would often confuse him with Blake Shelton all the damn time. Hey, but in my defense, they're both country singers who are judges on singing shows. Nevertheless, Luke Bryan looks like any man I picture in a state like Nebraska, which if you listen to our episode with Larissa Birdseye, we discussed, we don't know where the fuck Nebraska is, but... If I could ever find it on a map and go there, I bet every guy there would look like Luke Prime. Another guy on that page who, he's not ugly at all, but is Timothy Chalamet, Charmander, whatever, however you say it. I could see myself obsessing over this man if I was like 17, maybe 16. But as a grown person, I just, he doesn't do it for me. He kind of looks like one of the ants. From that movie ants you might remember it. it came out around the same time as a bug's life but was like way too adult and i remember my mom taking us to see that and even like she would let me and my little brother watch south park when i was as young as in the fourth grade but even she was kind of grimacing at this movie which i think had a uh, woody allen probably why it was a little not for children another guy on this list i don't know how to say his first name it's r-a-u-w alejandro Again, I'm sorry to this man. I don't know a lot about modern music. I kind of stopped, you know, kind of halted after Total Request Live was taken from me. <sighs> Running down the list of more men of the year, there's Stanley Tucci, a bald icon, Adam Driver, who I think is attractive if you just look at like the top of his face or just the bottom of his face. But when you put the two together, I don't know, there's some kind of thing that goes on and it's just not good. Anthony Ramos, who was in Hamilton, and no disrespect to Hamilton and the genius that is Lynn Manuel Miranda, but I, I I remember they performed on the Grammys, and to me, Hamilton just makes me laugh because it reminds me of those educational videos from the '90s that tried to incorporate hip hop to seem like cool and hip with the kids. After Anthony Ramos, who is a handsome guy, is some guy that proved that there were slim pickings this year. It's a some guy named Ben from HGTV. Who knows? Another old guy on the list, Anthony Hopkins. Tell him and Shatner, they gotta get out of here. Chase Stokes, who is a very attractive guy from Outer Banks. But I can't say that show does anything for me because in real life, I fucking hate the Outer Banks. We went there on a family trip for my guy's nephew's graduation it was his gift his mom rented a like beach house it was like pretty baller but i grew up in california near actual real beaches and these this beach had like rocks my feet hurt the food his sister raved about the food 
and every place was such a dud. Pizza was burnt. Ice cream, you could get better at Rite Aid. What else? Oh, my pasta was like soup. Yeah. So sorry, Chase Soaks, but once you do another roll, maybe I check you out. There's also Will Smith and Patrick Mahomes, two cool dads, Ralph Macchio, which plus him for not being like insane. Like some former 80s Tiger Beat faves like <clears throat> Kurt Cameron and <laughs> Scott Baio. Seriously, those two and Rick Schroeder, what the actual fuck is wrong with you guys? All you have to do is like, do maybe it's because VH1 stopped doing all those like D-list celebrity like reality shows and they had nothing better to do with their lives than become assholes. I don't know, VH1, save America and bring back all those trashy amazing early 2000 shows like flavor of love and rock of love shout out new york love you rounding out the men of the year is a crush that i have i wrote about him this week it is lil nas x my crush on him is like of course he has an amazing body and i really want to know what his gym routine is like not that i'll follow it or anything but i just want to know how he gets to be so suburb but i love him because he is like a fucking marketing genius everything he does goes viral and like i'm sort of obsessed with him i follow him on instagram Twitter and I'm like, how does he do it? After the men of the year, people like to cluster other men in various sections and one they do annually is sexy at every age. They start at 18 and go all the way to 70. Now, I think 18 and 19 is a little awkward because they still look like they're fresh out of the womb, but I'm not the editor. So because there are so many in this category and this cluster, I'm gonna go, just go over a handful of them. So we're gonna start with the weird awkward 18 and in that spot is mike from stranger things and then a couple years later you have lucas who's a little older at 20 and oh my god netflix please skip ahead to them being in college or something because time is flying by there's also machine gun kelly who is 31 now this is my p davidson i know he's gross but i think we all have at least one crush who we know would show up to a class with nothing more than an empty backpack and a broken number two pencil that's been chewed on. And that for me is Machine Gun Kelly. I'm not really a fan of his music. I'm not a fan of his so-called acting, but he reminds me of the troubled boys I grew up with back in my hometown. And I think that trailer trash in me definitely is why I find him attractive. But moving on, there's Nelly, who is looking fucking fantastic at 47. Yes, millennials, my fellow people, Nelly is 47. And it's getting hot in her because we're having fucking hot flashes now. Rounding off this list is Ricky Martin, Fine Wine at 49, and Kurt Russell, who is 70. Now, Kurt Russell, yes, my husband's man, who is my husband's, like, one of my husband's crushes. He has been hot since I was a kid watching Overboard on repeat with my mom. So not all the rest of the men featured are lumped together. Justin Thoreau, who I sometimes, like, confuse with, like, the prime minister or whoever, like, runs Canada. Because they have similar names. Sorry. Is featured with his pit bull, Kuma. And the best person on Saturday night, Bo and Yang, also got a feature all to himself. If I played who would you rather hang out with for a weekend instead of who would you rather bang, the answer would be none other than Bo and Yang. And now we're going to move on to something I thought was really cool that people did this year. 
the fans, the readers, whatever you may call them, the people got to choose eight winners in various categories like sexiest Peloton instructor, sexiest TikTok star. Now, I don't have any kind of money for a Peloton and I think I'm too old for TikTok. So I'm just going to go over a few of my favorite categories in that section. And first up, sexiest first time dad. The winner was none other than Henry Golding. You know him from, well, maybe you probably don't know him from that G.I. Joe movie. I don't think it did too well, but you do know him from Crazy Rich Asians. And you know him as one of the hottest men to ever walk this earth. I am obsessed with him. And I think he was such a good winner of this because the runners up were Colin Jost, mm, uh, Jason Derulo, okay, and Joshua Jackson, whose wife makes him even hotter somehow like i love joshua jackson as a kid because of mighty ducks but seeing him with that woman i mean have you seen their j crew ads together if not please leave this video and go watch next up is sexiest tv chef and unfortunately gordon ramsay guy fieri eddie jackson and surprisingly Ludacris was nominated for this didn't know he was considered a tv chef they all lost out to, of course, Queer Eye's resident thirst trap, Anthony, which has a new season dropping on New Year's Eve. So, you know, I already got plans. But I have to say, TV chef, hmm, there's a big joke that goes around ever since season one is that Anthony doesn't really cook. He just kind of slices an avocado tells you tomatoes don't go in the fridge. I guess that's important. I haven't put my tomatoes in the fridge since, so I did learn something. And the last one I'm going to talk about is sexiest internet boyfriend. These are people that fans swoon over on social media all the damn time. I'm going to go over the runner-ups again. So it's Timothy Chalamet, Pete Davidson, who we did an episode on. I mentioned her earlier, Larissa Birdseye. And in that I really had to question why because I'm still so confused on how this man continues to date the most attractive women in Hollywood. I mean, as I speak right now, he's with Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. What? Then I saw a tweet that said he was this generation's Adam Duritz and it all started to make sense and I almost died of laughing because if you don't know, Adam Duritz is the lead singer of the 90s college radio favorite counting crows he was far from a looker he was kind of husky which isn't is a bad thing but it was mostly he kind of looked like he could have been chris kirkpatrick's dad from nsync he had this messy these dreadlocks but he was white which is always Ugh, my husband could tell you a million and one reasons why white people should not have dreads and he's white himself but anyway adam duritz dated a lot of really hot women in the 90s like way too many so i could see the pete davidson comparison also runner-ups were my enemy harry styles and one of my marvel bays winston duke from black panther and who won? Who was the sexiest internet boyfriend according to the people? It was the star of Speed, Keanu Reeves. I feel like he's like a cat. Like he got cooler because of the internet in a way. Like he popped off again. But anyway, like I said, I have a Marvel Bay and that's Winston Duke. But people was like, you know what? 
let's cover even more superheroes. And they decided to cover Superman this year. So that means actors who portrayed superheroes, but at this point, who the fuck hasn't been in a superhero movie? I mean, should someone really have lived through four Spider-Mans in their lifetime? Which, why wasn't Tom Holland in this? Have they not seen his lip sync battle performance, AKA the thing that I love most about him? Anyways, they did cover Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and Ben Affleck. Three men I like to think are our boyfriend sexiest men alive. Charles fucking Minor, AKA Idris Elba. My personal favorites, Chris Hemsworth and Michael B. Jordan. And Bradley Cooper. Now, he didn't play a superhero himself. He just voiced a raccoon in which they have so kindly featured a picture of Rocket. Another feature this year that's probably my favorite is All Grown Up, which showcases some sexy pics from this year trying their best to recreate photos from their childhood. I love this concept. It's something I've made my brothers do for our mom on Mother's Day because it's always adorable and fun to see how much you've grown and changed. And in this section, we see my high school obsession, Orlando Bloom. No, really, I was fucking obsessed with Legolas and I couldn't even make it through the second movie. But that didn't stop me from having like way too much Lord of the Rings posters and Legolas t-shirts when I was about 15, 16, year old, 16 years old. And then there's like some dudes that could have been in the previous superhero section, like bodied up Kumail Nanjiani, the guy who played Vision, and Simu Lu, who reminds me of a boy I liked in high school. Shout out to Blong, one of the most fashionable boys in 2005 at Banning High. They also have Caleb Dressel, who I didn't know ex- who, who the hell this was. He is an Olympic swimmer. That makes me really regret not watching this year. But with the whole pandemic, I was like, I can't support you gathering like this. So after this section, they do this thin and now shit. That's basically a low budget version of the section we just talked about. Only the guys are re- aren't recreating pictures as so much. They're just being featured next to baby pictures or pictures when they were little. And I just got to say that Conan and The Rock aged wonderfully. Like if you ever get a chance to look at what Conan O'Brien looked like as a child, you're just going to go like, yeah, kids, it can get better. Now, Henry Golding may have won the Sexiest New Dad Award this year, but people also highlighted some dads for our last category of the magazine this year, and that includes the runner-up to Henry Golding, Jason Derulo, and also featured in this section was Ryan Phillippe. Mm, shirtless. Oh, looking like a whole ass meal. I mean, if you're my age and Cruel Intentions didn't get your hormones to go all ziga-ziga, like... That movie was truly for everyone. Everyone. To this day, Sebastian Valmont is and forever will be a top crush of my sexual awakening journey. Now, some guys who are not part of that journey, Steve Zahn and Bradley Whitford. Not my cup of tea, but I do love them in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which Steve Zahn was in, and Bradley in Get Out. So I guess they're more like awesome dads instead of like hot dads. Well, Get Out, Bradley Whitford wasn't so cool he was a dick but you you get what i'm trying to say right so we're at the end of our people magazine sexiest man alive issue and going through it i have to say my would you rather champ would be drumroll please chris hemsworth with henry golding being a very very close second i mean i could switch them out you know but 
As for who my late grandma would have chosen in the end, another drum roll. Most definitely Luke Bryan, because I'm positive she too would have just thought he was Blake Shelton. Well, that's a wrap. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me talk about the sexiest men alive. We'll be back with more guests next week. And until then, happy holidays and keep crushing it.